Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. And a big thanks to good guys, heating and air. 530, good air, best service, best price guaranteed. That's no BS. First round of headlines, the lovely, extremely intelligent, vivacious Nikki D. Love that vivacious. A roof standoff in Doco had a deadly ending. H1. Police say that suspect had fired several shots at them earlier this morning. Yeah, it all started with a man holding a gun on the roof of a parking garage in the downtown Commons area. This took place in Doco um, the other night. There was a guy went up with a gun on top of the rooftop. Police were called out. They tried to negotiate with this guy for several hours. But none of the negotiations worked. We still don't know what brought him up there other than of course, they're saying he had some mental health issues. The police ended up having to shoot and kill this man because he started firing off rounds about 5 o'clock in the morning. That's pretty much all that they've put out at this point um, about the investigation. But it was pretty scary for the people that were down there. And some people that were in that Jonas Brother concert um, traffic said it was pretty difficult getting home. Oh, because it's close by. Yeah, and because they had a lot of stuff shut down because yeah. he was up there and they were trying to, you know, secure the area. Guy, you blame it on the Jonas Brothers. Guy's probably pissed off that one dude's getting divorced. No, I'm sure he that'd, didn't care anything about the Jonas Brothers. That'd make me leave the house with a mm-hmm. gun and fire off rounds at the top of a building. But it's so much that goes on down there in that, like, doco area. Every time I've gone down there for a concert, I just am kind of always vigilant and looking around because there's so many people. You just never know. And it's unfortunate because it's a good time. Yeah, well, you know, you leave the house with a gun and your plan is to whatever, mm-hmm. right? You know it's not going to end well. Nope. And you have to just think law enforcement, when they get that call, you know, they're saying, okay, we got to take somebody out tonight, which they don't want to do. They don't want to, but he's <clears> in a very busy area where there are a lot of people. You've got to take them out. So you have to protect the people. Absolutely, hands down, you know. It's always the story of why they do it. You know, mm-hmm. we're... we're I guess it's easy just to jump on. It's 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 mental. Of course, something was wrong with him. Yeah. You know, any anybody that goes out you know outside with a gun and starts firing it in the air for no reason mm-hmm. and then barricades themselves from law enforcement, there's something wrong. But you know, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking mental health, mental illness is not always meaning that you're crazy or angry. You know, this could be something as simple as the guy's pissed off. He knew exactly what he was doing. Exactly. That's the thing that I say, too. He might have got fired from his job and he was mad earlier that day. Or if we're going to talk about the Jonas Brothers, maybe he couldn't get into the concert and he was pissed and he went up there like you never know. But they only just now give us the the bare minimum of it's mental health. No background. I heard he tried to call our sister station. He was caller 10, not nine. Oh, no. <laughs> that'll push you. That'll push right you. That'll push, that'll push you to the brink of the parking garage, I tell you. Blame it on them over there. Give them a call this morning. Blame them. Horrible. <clears throat> All right, second story. The Jets have a long season ahead of them. H2. We are following deeply upsetting breaking news in the sports world today. An MRI confirms New York Jets quarterback, new quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, will miss the rest of the season. As I'm sure everyone knows by now, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season with a torn Achilles tendon. This was the buzz. It's what everybody was talking about yesterday. Well, according to some news that's coming in here, can't confirm it. 
Um, their backup quarterback, Zach Wilson, stepped up and played in his place. They're not saying that that means he's going to replace Aaron Rodgers, but also Colin Kaepernick has reportedly told the Jets that he's ready to go. It's not happening. No? Long <laughs> no, shot? No. Of course, every, every every quarterback that's not in the league right now has told the Jets they're ready to go. <laughs> RG3 made a pitch for it the other day. Uh-huh. On television, that was just really, really ugly and weak. And I like RG three. Right. You know, it. it, it here's what. So this was my first thought when Aaron Rodgers went down. <clears throat> is he was, and I know this isn't true. This is make believe. But this mm-hmm. was my first thought. He was either a, not as injured as he said he was. Uh huh. And or B, he did it on purpose to pass the torch. To Zach, I know it sounds goofy, but during preseason, Zach Wilson became a different quarterback thanks to Aaron Rodgers. You watch it in his play. Mm. You can see he's become a different quarterback. Now, the Jets have zero faith in this guy because they didn't <laughs> allow him to throw the ball at all, mm-hmm. and they strategically, with a little bit, if not a lot of luck, won that football game. They did. You know, so it's like Aaron Rodgers didn't look too upset that he was out. And it would, it's going to take this guy probably two years to, to recoup, which would make yes. him 41. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you even go back? And it even screws up the deal that they had with the Packers because he's got to play, I believe, 70% of the season in order for that deal to go through. If not, there's uh, a different part of the deal that they have to give into with the contract. With the, anyway, so it was like I looked at him. I'm like, you got it now, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the vibe that I got, right? I still get $75 million. It's the BS. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Thank you so much. Good guys heating and air. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. Weddings are supposed to be good days, not jail days. H3. Police said multiple officers were assaulted while they were trying to get the situation under control. One officer threw a punch and hit a woman in the jaw after someone allegedly tried to take his gun. A celebration turned into straight chaos at a Rhode Island wedding that took place over the weekend. Uh, Half of this wedding party, I guess, after all the festivities, they wanted to go to a bar and keep the party going, and they were denied entry, probably because they showed up there drunk. Well, uh, they got into a fight with the staff at the restaurant who called the police. When the police show up, they try to defuse the situation in an all-out brawl takes place. This video, I'm going to post it up on our page as well. Um, I pulled it from TMZ. It's brutal. Like, women are in dresses, full-fledged, trying to fight the cops. So it's funny, you know, you get this young girl right here who's being the journalist that she is, and and everybody does this. It's There are certain things that are allegedly and certain (laughs) things that are supposedly and other things that are real. They happened. (laughs) Right. Like, the woman's hand is on the cop's gun. Right. Allegedly. No. Allegedly. It's not allegedly, but there was a brawl, and everything else you're saying is real. Absolutely. Isn't it funny how they pick and choose Mm -hmm. what allegedly is? I think allegedly is turned into a buzzword that gets people's attention, like, well, let me figure this out. (laughs) Let me see if it really happened It's click. It's clickbait, right? Allegedly. Uh, No. The chick put her hand on the dude's gun, and the cop knocked her out. Now, I'm I'm very much against hitting women, but if you got to save your life, you got to defend yourself. If you're a cop and you're surrounded by people swinging at you, trying to take your gun, it doesn't matter if they're a woman or a male, you have to get control of the situation. And one of the guys in this video knocks down, which I'm guessing is his girlfriend or wife, allegedly, you know, whoever the woman is, he knocks her to the ground, 
And then he starts wailing on this cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, just blow by blow by blow by blow. Knocks the cop down. Gets on top of him. The other cops pull him off. Let him loose. His, this other girl gets knocked down. He goes and checks, and he tur- checks on her, and he turns into, like, the biggest sweetheart, like, coward. He's like, guys, hold on for a second. Like, just a second ago, you were Rocky Balboa. Exactly. <laughs> and now you're all Timmy Timmy. Yep. You know? This video is crazy. Bipolar freak. <laughs> yeah, it is It, it is nuts. That's a story mm-hmm. to tell for, for days, though. Absolutely. I'll tell you that. All right, next one. Uh, as if TSA doesn't already get enough heat, now people don't trust them even more. H4. I'm actually fairly shocked because TSA is a person, people you entrust to, you know, scan your bags. And especially when you have this like, oh, no more than three ounces. It's like, well, hey, you're going to take my money now, too. It's like, what the heck? So three TSA workers in Miami International Airport, according to Local 10 News there, have been arrested. And this is what these, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm so irritated with this story. They were going in people's bags, stealing things, Mm -hmm. including cash. I think the most they took at one time was $600. Because they did this so much and so often, this is how the investigation started. Because people started saying, hey, you know, this is missing from my bag. This is missing from my bag. They're on camera. You can see them physically going into the people's bags, sticking it in their pocket. And it was three of them working together, two dudes and a girl. They're trying to distract the people as they're stealing their stuff. I'm like, TSA already has a bad enough rap. Well, like, I don't like You them. guys want to go do this. Yeah, you thought of me, I bet you, when you saw that story. You're of like, course I did. Bailey's like, right. This about. Right. I'm trying to defend TSA with everything I got, and now, then you go do this. They're unethical. They've got Dang. no morals. They hire the wrong people. It should be ex-military, ex-law enforcement, somebody with some type of discipline in the background, in their background, and not these punk-ass kids that are don't give a damn about their job. I don't have an argument today. I don't because yeah. this video was so hard even and, to watch. Like, are you kidding me? And the thing is, is like, okay, great story. They got the bad guys. You know, how long has this been going on, and how long will it take for the people to get their money back? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, th- and think about this: when you go through TSA with a good chunk of money, like let's say you're going somewhere where there's gambling, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're taking sack to Vegas, and you want to take five uh, k with you. You don't want to have it on your person, so exactly. you put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. That's a tough. It's tough because if you put cash in your pocket, you have to take it out to put it in the jar. Yep. And now you have this gangster roll in the jar where everybody sees it because you have to take it out of your pocket. Now, if you leave it in the bag, that's what I say. I normally stick my cash inside of my purse, and in in the one video clip that I saw, the guy unzipped the girl's book bag purses, which is what I carry, and he pulled her money right out of there. Yeah. That's why if I ever carry uh, a large amount of cash, I'm going somewhere, mm-hmm. I line it with razor blades. Oh, I was about to say, oh, what do you do? I'm ridiculous. listening intently. He does not line them with razor blades. I do. <laughs> One time, I saw the TSA agent, his hands were bloody. I was like, I know where my $10 went, because that's all I got to carry. <laughs> <laughs> you layered $10. The Bailey Show. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. I can attest to that. Nikki D. Good thing this killer was captured because the people of the city were on to him. H5. He has been spotted 14 times since he escaped from prison last month, but continues to evade law enforcement. It's still like this in a couple of days. I know people around here aren't going to sit by and let it be like that. They, they might start going out and walking around on their own. 
Yeah, the people in Pennsylvania were not going to sit by much longer. Good thing the police did uh, today capture the inmate that escaped from jail there. Um, They used this technology that was heat-seeking. That's how they were able to zone in on him and eventually capture him. We were watching coverage of this this morning, and me and Bailey witnessed something I know I have never seen in real time. They had him still in handcuffs, all of the tactical team and the dogs all around him. And they all grouped together and took a picture. Weirdest thing ever. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I mean, I guess you see the pictures posted, like, in papers and stuff, but I never thought. It's such a, like, Dylan mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, back oh, in the right. day, you know, where was, they were proud. It was like, look at us. We did it. I, there has to be an explanation for it. It just can't be the tactical teams into selfies and all have an Instagram <laughs> account. Right, because they took multiple takes. Like, okay, hold on. We got to do it again. And then he took another picture. Hold on, do it again. They did three takes, and then finally they all dispersed. I was like, and you know weird. the you know the bad guys. He's like the guy in the family that doesn't want to take pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> you know, can you tell this person to please put it vertical? Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, carry this up. I, I honestly think the news is blowing this story way out of proportion. It's, I mean, yeah, the guy escaped jail fourteen times, which makes law enforcement look really, really bad. And yeah. the way he keeps escaping uh, makes him look bad. I'm surprised it wasn't buried because of the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, there's so many people that are out there right now that have either escaped or are wanted on the FBI's most wanted list, and so. And there's zero news coverage. Nope, not at all. But this is sexy for the minute, I guess. And maybe, you know, the bigger picture would be to make sure it's in the media so people know and they're aware. Because Because he's so violent. Right. I mean, there was the altercation yesterday where he took the homeowner's rifle. Yep. And the homeowner shot at him. I don't know how he got the rifle from him. But uh, so that I get. I watch enough Criminal Minds and, of course, my training is... Agent Buck Wagon Cover. Oh, I can understand the media pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, here we go. <laughs> if, if I had been, if I had already been deputized, uh-huh. this guy would have been caught in less than fourteen days. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, you would have been on the jet. Of course, he would from have. Sac to I would, he has a private one. I would have been on the jet, quoting Socrates, and I would have landed, and I would have gotten him. <laughs> Easy. <Socrates>. Bam. <laughs> You got to put yourself in the place of the bad guy. Oh, in order to capture him. Yeah, it would have been like, where's he going? <laughs> to a guy's house with a gun. You wouldn't even need heat technology, would you? Hell no. What would you have used? My brain. Okay. Old My, school. You would have tracked his footprints or something, right? Bunch of hunches. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, and I looked at the foot. I'd be like, that's a sketcher. That for- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's wearing those anymore. Must nope. be this guy. <laughs> Must be an escape convict. All right, second story. Drew Barrymore may have convinced others to go live. H6. While the show began filming for the new season yesterday, two audience members tell Deadline they were reportedly kicked out after expressing their support for the writer's strike. Drew, you should do what is right. Support your writers and support your fans who are supporting your writers. The crazy part with this whole thing is those two people did get kicked out because they were being disruptive. But SAG-AFTRA is not actually taking up any issues with Drew Barrymore going back live to her talk show, even though we are still 
technically in this writer's strike. Well, she's not the only one who's going back live. Um, they revealed yesterday that both Sherry Shepard and Jennifer Hudson are back live on air September the 18th. And apparently The View, Tamron Hall, and Live with Kelly and Mark are already doing new episodes. So, And, and here's the thing. I, I thought about this yesterday. I'm at the gym, and you know they got the TVs, and I see all this programming that's still on. Mm-hmm. So th- there's programming that's still on television. It might not be live. But they are still promoting things that people can still profit off of. Right. So what's the difference if you're promoting things now, live, or pre-recorded? It defeats the purpose. I think the promotion thing is just if you are a member of sag After, If people that are outside of that can still promote and do whatever they want to do. Well, yeah, but all these people that are on the shows, my point is, is that they are SAG. There's no doubt about it. Just about anybody you see, you know, what is it, three lines and you automatically get SAG. Yes. And so, I think it's gotten silly. It, it, I understand what they're Going fighting on too long. Maybe. I understand what they're fighting for. I get it. Trust me, it'll happen in our business eventually when radio personalities get some balls about themselves and stick up for residuals from streaming in the digital world. Mm-hmm. But and they're 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 looking at down the road, right? Saying, "Hey, look, we want money from these streaming services. We're not getting any residuals." I get that, and there should be some type of compromise, without a doubt. But you know, you're going to see a lot of people scab it and walk over because they're going to get a leg up on the others, and it's going to cause a rip, mm-hmm. right? And they probably are needing some money. They probably are short on cash, so yeah. they're going to have to go back and do something. Who's the uh, really flamboyant gay black guy, Billy? Oh, I know uh, what you're talking sell his about. House. Billy, he, um... he hosts. A, I don't know what he does, mm-hmm. but he hosts a bunch of shows and everything. So he was at the VMAs last night. I saw him in the crowd, all dressed up, and I'm like, dude, you're broke. Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> How did you get there? That's a, You should sell your clothes. They look Billy exp- Porter, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, beat me to it. They look expensive. Yeah. You know? The Bailey Show. It's the BS. The Bailey Show. All right, buddies. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Get your stuff checked. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nicky D. Twitter's free speech apparently stops at sports. H7. So I just want to know how long is the rehab from this injury? Is it 18 months? Because if it's like 18 months, that's not just missing this season. That's missing next season, too. Rehab. (laughs) So Aaron Rodgers is out. He had an injury. But one of the peculiar things that happened was there was a tweet that went out on the platform formerly known as Twitter by somebody at the hashtag of Daddy Zaslav. And he said that Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles on a rain-drenched MetLife turf in two and a half hours. And that very thing happened. Well, since then, his Twitter account has been suspended. Now, people are on their, you know, conspiracy theory train of why his account was suspended. We don't really know. The New York Post did reach out to Twitter to try to get a response from them. They've said nothing. I don't know why his account is suspended, but going based off of my ridiculous theory from earlier this morning uh-huh. is not the buy-in to the NFL is scripted, but I think Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play this year, and he actually is being a good guy and used preseason to train Zach Wilson and then puts him into a situation without letting him know, and it obviously worked out for the Jets because they ended up winning. The story writes itself. It does. And just happened to be the team on Hard Knocks, which just happens to be the guy that has the walk-off touchdown at the end 
is featured on Hard Knocks with making the team because there is a question mark? I mean, like, the story's great. But how does Rodgers benefit from that? Because he's done. He still gets $75 million, and he has to do nothing but some rehab. No, but you don't think Rodgers is a legacy guy like a, like a Brady? or No, a- he's going to he's gonna go to another team and get hurt again and pass the torch. That's going to be his new gimmick. <laughs> I think he's going to retire. I think he's just going to quit no. playing football. No, he's going to no. be like on four more teams. And he's going to pass the torch to a young. He's going to go to Indianapolis next. He's going to get hurt there too. And, and oh, you're definitely getting hurt. He goes to Indy. <laughs> Anthony Richardson's. Well, he's 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 already starting, but he's going to take his job, and then he's going to pass the torch. And Anthony Richardson's going to be awesome. So all these players, he's just going to be the guy that passes the torch. I'm telling you. Also in Wisconsin, of course, where he came from with uh-huh. Green Bay, there was a bar that said, uh, "We'll pick up your tab." If the uh, Jets, Jets lose. lose. Mm-hmm. And so after the first series, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, the packed bar loaded up their tab, <laughs> knowing <laughs> that there's no chance in hell that they're going to win. The Jets can win. And at the very last minute, the waitresses passed out bar tabs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was clever, though, was it not? I, oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers or not, it doesn't matter. The story's phenomenal. It's the best story from opening week of the NFL <laughs> that I can remember. Everything about it is great. And again, I always say you need more than the game. You know, you need the story. And I think Zach Wilson's going to be fine. I really do. I think I actually it am. Sounds like it. I'm actually rooting for the guy, you know, because he's. He's kind of in that Sam Darnold conversation where there is so much hype coming out of college and they just never lived up to their expectations. But I think that Aaron Rodgers taught him so much in preseason and uh, the weeks leading up to preseason that he's going to come in and he's going to shock people. He's got the weapons mm-hmm. and he's going to be, you know, a surprise in the NFL this year. I really do. Okay, I guess we'll see. Yeah. You All put right. him on your fantasy? No, not okay. that much. Okay. That much. I'm just checking. No, no. All right, second story. <laughs> if you win the lottery, what's the first thing you're going to buy? H8. The LA Times reports winner Edwin Castro dropped more than $25 million of his winnings on a modern mansion with several celebrity neighbors. That was one of the billion-dollar winners that we had right here in California. He went and bought himself a house. Well, old Bud T over in Colorado, he won a lottery recently, and the first thing he treated himself to, want to guess, Bailey? Oh, I know the answer. Well, you already know. Ask Nelson. He doesn't Nelson? do show prep. Yeah. What did he buy? He bought uh, I don't know, a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> no, he bought a watermelon. He bought himself a watermelon, and he bought his wife some flowers. He won $5 million, but he took the cash prize, which let him go home with $2.5 million. And he said he's a simple guy. He's living a simple life. He just wanted some watermelon flowers. Like a th- Japanese watermelon? One like, of those like five hundred dollar watermelons? No, just a regular smeg. I gotta tell you, that's pretty gangster. It is. Right? <laughs> that is. How much did he win? He won two point five million dollars that he took home. Two point five million. Absolutely. He leaves the lottery office. He goes, you know what? My lovey at the house needs some flowers. She needs some flowers. Stops by. Probably didn't even go high highbrow flowers. No, he went to the grocery store where he got the watermelon from. Yeah, exactly. And got the flowers. And, and he didn't go highbrow at the grocery store. He nope. went in that one basket that's like two days old flowers. Yep. Yeah. Because they're going to die anyway. That's the good stuff. That's it badass. Is. I and like he's, that. He looks, he looks like such a nice little cool old man. He's like, whatever. Me and my wife are cool. What you don't hear is after he left the grocery store, as he was eating his watermelon, he left the flowers in the car so he could stop off and have a threesome with some really high-class hookers. <laughs> no, not Bud. 
and then drop 20K on some blow. Yeah. <laughs> not Bud. Bud's not going to do that. He's too wholesome. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns.